0: I'm crying right now because I know it's hard. I do have a friend of mine. He's around. i was just ashamed of asking for help anymore because every time I ask for help, I got the wrong of help. Then I got battered even more.
1: Hey there, my name is Sean, and this is Suicide Noted. On this podcast, I talk with suicide attempt survivors so that we can hear their stories. Every year around the world, millions of people try to take their own lives, and this year, 2020, has been no different. And we almost never talk about it. And when we do talk about it, many of us, including me, uh, we're not very good at it. So one of my ongoing goals with this podcast is to have more conversations and hopefully better conversations with attempt survivors. I am going to keep trying in 2021 as best I can. I started this podcast over the summer and my hope was to have these kinds of conversations so that people could hear these stories, people who need to hear these stories. And I have been blessed and I'm so grateful that 36 people from around the world have joined me on this podcast to share their stories of survival. I lost my best friend many years ago to suicide, and I have been quite close on several occasions. This is important work, at least for me, and I hope you're getting something out of it. We are talking about suicide, so this may not be a good fit for everyone. Please take that into account before you listen. I do hope you listen because there is so much to learn. If you are a suicide attempt survivor and you'd like to share your story, I'd love to talk. You can reach out to us, hello at suicidenoted.com. You can also find us on social media, at suicidenoted. And feel free to leave us a message there. Let us know how you're feeling about the podcasts, or the people. If you have a question or a comment, please share that with me, it really helps. One other way you can help, if you listen on Apple, stop right now, please, scroll down and rate this podcast. It really helps other people find it. And these stories matter. And I'd like to believe you agree, or you probably wouldn't be listening to this right now. Today, I am talking with James. This is one of the shorter podcast episodes that we've had thus far. James lives in a motel, his life is challenging, and that is reflected in our conversation. I have done my very best to piece together some of the things we talked about, and I hope it's something that resonates with you. I really appreciate the effort he put into it, because I know he's going through a really tough time. Again, James lives in California, and he is a suicide attempt survivor. Hey, James, how you doing? I'm well, thanks. I've been wanting to do this for quite a while. You must have heard the podcast at least once and then reached out to me. I'm curious, why did you reach out?
0: For one, I wanted to, to uh, explain about my life as an abused person. Mm-hmm. I struggle a lot from abuse, currently from identity theft, human trafficking, on top of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So that can put a lost trust on a person. I'm doing this because I'm also proving the facts that when a person's being abused, they're trying to find any type of help. It becomes very hard. My first suicide attempt, I was about not near 19. I took a knife to near my arm. Okay. I did not want to do it. I've had a problem with my family my family were very religious they mm-hmm. did not like gays not like lesbians at all where were you where did you grow up was born in scotland but raised in the united states which stuck kansas just so i'm clear because
1: i know when you're trying to share things about your entire life it's a lot and it oh, can yeah. feel maybe overwhelming exactly so <laughs> when you were growing up in kansas and you were 19 you had sort mm-hmm. of an almost attempt with a knife And one of the reasons, I'm not trying to simplify this, but one of the reasons or challenges you were facing was your family was not supportive.
0: Was there a second attempt? After the first attempt, I just did not know how I could cope. In August of 96, I laid my adoptive mother down. She passed away. But after she, her and I tried to, shall we say, she was trying to make an amend to me. Right For all the abuse she done. And of course, she was a Latter-day Saint. And then my adoptive father was Jehovah Witness. It was very hard by the two religions. They don't like LGBT. I did have a second attempt and I was homeless at the time. And um, I was still going through abuse. People were just controlling me and abusing me to the point where and using me. And I couldn't eat, I couldn't hardly drink anything. It's just too overwhelming. And then I was trying to say, okay, what am I going to do about this? How am I not going to be silent? Next thing I know, I had another attempt in 2010. I was actually, after I was raped by five black men, three of them were HIV, pause. And I was about late 30s. The actual first attempt was to overdose on psychiatry medication. And I am a So I thought the first oh. attempt was when you were nineteen. I thought I was not going to have a second attempt. Okay. Second attempt happened after after that. And that was with medication. That's correct.
1: When you say abused, what, I, do you, what do you mean so we can understand that?
0: Emotional, psychological, mental, yeah, financial, sexual, and physical. I did not want to continue being sex puppet. Okay. So, when you and also, I just want
1: to be clear on some of these terms so I'm clear oh, no. and our, the listeners can understand as best they can. What do you oh, mean by hum,
0: human trafficked? Being used as a sex toy
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, without giving your permission. Mm-hmm. If you're disabled and you're having sex against your will sure. with somebody, sure, person who is selling you, known as a pimp, gets the money. Right. I've had uh, so many bad experiences. I didn't know if I was going to ever have another relationship with anyone with this kind of condition I have to deal with. Uh, Post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury. Post-traumatic from the abuse? Yes. Okay. All of it. I got diagnosed with the TBI and the hearing impairments in 2017. What happened? The physical, the physical abuse. My ex-boyfriend, my current okay. one, uh, my family, the law enforcement, doctors, and their te- and the texts. They use a lot of words like, "You don't belong," in this world. And I'm going to spell the word, and it's f a g g o t. Right. I spell it because I am a homosexual. Like after my second attempt, they were trying to make sure that I don't have my rights. You grew
1: up in Kansas. That's correct. All right. You tried to end your life or almost did when you were 19 using a knife. That's correct. That's correct. Where did you go after Kansas? Washington, D.C. Got it. And then you were in Virginia or was there somewhere else you went? I'm trying to get a picture.
0: After I left for Florida, I went back to Kansas in 2010. Kansas, Washington,
1: D.C. Where then? Florida. And then yeah. did you go somewhere else before you went to California?
0: I was fleeing from abuse. More or less, I've had to travel myself. Right. Just to get somewhere to find s- safety. Did you go somewhere and after was,
1: Kansas, before California?
0: I was actually
1: in a number of states. And this was, James, you would trying to flee at this time for safety? Is that why you were bouncing around yes. to state to state? That's
0: correct. We- and currently in California, since May 1st of this year. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm crying right now because I know it's hard. Yeah. I do have a friend of mine that he's around. I was just ashamed of asking for help anymore. Because every time I asked for help, I got the wrong kind of help. Then I got battered even more. It sounds
1: like it's a really hard thing you've been going through. So I don't want to minimize that. Yeah. When we first started talking, you said you want to let people know what it's like to be abused, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. some religious yeah. differences or spiritual differences. All right. That's correct. You also shared that you wanted to talk about a couple of myths. So let's focus in on what are the myths? Well, it's anything you want, but, you know, this show is around suicide. So if there's something around that in particular, I'd love
0: to hear it. Oh, yes. Especially with uh, LGBT. They say you're not good enough. Uh, You deserve to die. You don't deserve to live. Uh, You don't deserve to have a relationship with another man. You don't deserve to go to church. They say we love you, but you can't have the homosexual uh, lifestyle, if you do, you're going to go to birdie like a pyre. And a lot of people still say that mental health has been gotten a bad rap a lot. But a lot of people don't realize that if you want help and if you're abused and you're afraid going to like the law enforcement, find somebody that you could confide with, that okay. you could trust with. You need to find somebody you can trust and talk to. If you can't get a professional, find somebody that you can trust and talk to, like a person like an MCC pastor or somebody that deals or knows about what abuse is about. Okay. You don't need to end up taking your own life. If they can't get professional help, I know that National Suicide Hotline, if you need to talk to somebody, try find the national hotline to the domestic violence hotline or the national human trafficking hotline. I've talked to them because they, they done so much to help with me through it. What's another myth is that you're always at fault. You're not at fault when you're being abused, right? If someone's attacking you, you are not at fault. What I want
1: to understand better is how do you, Right now in your life, survive. It sounds like you are going through and dealing with a very long list of challenges. So exactly. I want to understand how do you eat food,
0: pay rent? How do you survive these days? I haven't been surviving quite well because of my identity being stolen. A friend of mine brings me food. My friends also. Helping me stay safe in a motel, it's difficult for me to pay him back. Do you see somebody to get some sort of um, counseling or therapy? Not on a regular basis because of lack of insurance is the problem. Right. My lack of insurance, lack of money, everything else. It's more difficult to find a regular therapist at this point. Have you ever been diagnosed with anything? Traumatic brain injury, that's one. PTSD generalized anxiety disorder. One doctor uh, even said broken heart syndrome. Doctors call me paradoxical because they don't know what to give me because any type of things I take, if I was supposed to take, I ended up having a called a adverse reaction, aphylaxis. Yeah. Shock. And then that's why too, I got to be very cautious why I eat. I got to be cautious why I take. Got it. That's a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you think you are at risk to try to attempt suicide at some point in the
0: future? Or do you think that you won't do that again? That is a good question. And to be honest, I don't want to do it. It's just I never had in my bone in my body to ever do it. Trying to deal with the abuse and still fleeing currently. I always try to stay calm as best I can without no one attacking me and threatening my life. So that's why too, I feel like I'm trying to I'm trying to find ways to survive and, and doing these hardships, like from the abuse down to COVID and everything else, it's make it hard to find anyone to talk to. And I will say this. I have talked to Blessed sacrament, which is in Los Angeles. They've been praying for me for my safety and my well-being. And there's one thing I will say is that if anyone is in a situation, give that person a hug, even if you're wearing a mask or not, mm-hmm. just give them a hug and say that we love you, we care about you. Doesn't matter if they're homeless or if they're victimized or not, just give them a hug and say we care about you, we love you. We want to do something to help, but. A lot of times, right now, it's just a lot. A lot of everything is limited, right? But I don't go outside much. There's really no place to be safe anymore. My ultimate goal is going back home to Scotland, mm-hmm. where actually I was born. I just don't have identity at this point. I don't have much of anything, and and I, I I was afraid to ask for help because it's not that I'm I never was embarrassed. I just don't know what the next agency is going to say yay or nay, or they have the right to refuse. And that makes it more harder, not just on the gays and lesbians, transgenders, and bisexuals, but it's also harder on children, harder on the families at this point. I'm just trying to put one foot in front of another. Yeah. It's a struggle. I don't think about it. I don't think about suicide. It's just, if someone wants to kill me, they sure already had been killed already, but God has a purpose for me being here. I don't know, but I'm still searching. My word of advice is that if you want in your life, don't do it for yourself or anyone else because you're going to hurt somebody that you love. Or if someone doesn't like you and it, you have to put up with it and you got to be picky who you got to be with. And I see it every day. And I got—I be picky who I talk to. I got to be picky, I could trust around, or try to work to trust around, and to feel a little bit more safer. But it's not that I—I'm doing it for me. I want the world to know that suicide is never always a cop out. If you end your life now. You don't deserve to die. you got a life to live for. But don't do it if you're abused or neglected or whatever. If you need help, call the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Call the law enforcement. If 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 you're that scared enough, if you need to put a restraining order, do it. Do you need to do something? Do it. But don't sell yourself short and don't put your if your life's at risk. Find a person you can trust and they could probably help try to see if they can help you relocate or whatever. If they if they if you can't get out of that situation and you need legal help, do it. So thanks,
1: ma'am. Thanks. I appreciate you sharing all that. I know it's a lot to try to deal with. Thank you.
0: I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa to those that are facing abuse. You're not alone okay. in this. My saying is that evil is to condemn, but to be silent becomes a crime. Don't be another statistic. I am trying not to be the next one. Don't let the next one put you to the point where you're going to end up killing yourself. Don't do it. All right, James. I appreciate
1: it again, man. I hope your holidays go well and um, you stay
0: safe. I will. All, All
1: right. right, And Merry right.
0: Christmas and Happy New Year, too. Hi, thank to you. you. T- to you, too, sir. Yeah. Be well. And thanks again. And my birthday's coming up after that. <laughs> awesome. Happy early birthday. That would be be forty-four, Terry fifth, awesome, and big hugs, big hugs to all of you. You too, man. All right, take care, bud. All right, all right. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.
1: As always, thanks so much for listening, and special thanks to James in Southern California. This is the final episode of 2020, and it has been one hell of a year. I am glad you're here. I am glad you're listening. And I hope you continue to listen in 2021. There are plenty of people out there with these kinds of stories to share. And I will do my very best to help them share their stories with you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Do the very best you can. I'll talk to you soon.